it has been a sad week in the world of football as we have lost two great footballers firstly it was Diego Armando Maradona one of the finest to have played the round later game of football and then yesterday on Sunday we also lost Issa Buba Dihop former Senegalese international we joined the rest of football world to see how their souls rest in peace ha the money should not be complete if i forget to add that 110 people were also killed in bono state over the weekend we also joined the rest of they were also joined her nigerians to say may their souls rest in peace and may god be with the families of the deceased ones you are welcome to the latest edition of the Football Juice Pod. I am your anchor, Abdul Hamid Abdukarim. Today promises to be an interesting one as we shall be taking a look at the games that went down across. At, I'm going to be taking a look at some games that went down across Europe over the weekend. I shall also be taking a look at some Champions League, um, CAF Champions, uh, Champions League games and CAF Confederations Cup. And we shall also be previewing some Champions League encounters. All right. Unfortunately, I shall not. Be, I, I will be working alone on this podcast. And don't forget, my name is Abdul Hamid Abdul Karim. You can also call me the football jurist. Yeah. You see, there's nothing easy in this country. I mean, over the department, the crew and I tried to record this podcast for over two hours, but we failed to do so due to the horrible network, and that's what the reasons why we failed to release last week's episode. So I wish to tender and more reserved apology on behalf of myself and. Uh, the cream or the football juice or the and the football juice cream so guys so let's start from the english premier league where else do we start other than the game that we saw at the amex stadium between brighton and hover beyond and liverpool where liverpool were held to a one hot draw i mean no thanks to the video assistant referee liverpool have run away with another victory in that encounter but it was a well-deserved draw as far as i'm concerned because on the balance of play i think brighton and hover beyond deserved to get something in that encounter and 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 so Liverpool are now winless in their last four away games. They've they've won, they've drawn three, and they've lost one of their last four away games. That is their, that's the poorest they've been on the road since 2017. And I must say, um, let's talk about the goal, Mohamed Salah's goal that was ruled for offside. I mean, in the first half, uh, we see, guys, let's take. I mean, I think we should begin to have a quick reflection on the offside rule. Okay, supposing we had a Virgil Van Dijk and Kante. In the same position, and we know Virgil van Dijk is obviously taller than Golo Kante of Chelsea. And we want to draw these lines, you know, the lines that is used to judge who is online, I'm uh, sorry, who is uh, onside and who is offside. And of course, Virgil van Dijk is at, is at a disadvantage because he is, I mean, he is taller and he is bigger than Golo Kante. So, what I'm trying to say in a sense is that, I mean, we have to apply some lo- we have to begin to apply some logic to this offside rule i mean when the circumstance does not give the attacker a always got a substantial advantage there's no reason why such attacker should be adjusted offside trying to measure outside from okay from the boots from the armpit from head that was nonsense that's absolute nonsense and it even defeats one of the reasons why the video assistant referee was introduced one of the reasons why the video assistant referees uh, video assistant referee rather was introduced is to point out manifest errors that all the errors with mag- I mean, significant errors the referee could have missed in the game just like the one we saw the that i mean at the deaths at the deaths 
in the encounter between Brighton and Overbion and Liverpool. I mean, Brighton and Overbion would not have been given that penalty without the video assistant referee in place. So we have to apply some logic so that we are so that the purpose of introducing introducing the VAR will not be defeated. All right. I mean, also after that encounter, we saw Joint Club complaining about the hectic fixture schedules and. Obviously, so not only because it's having, I mean, injury concerns, but because it's unfair on the part of Liverpool to have them play on Wednesday and play, I mean, the first match on Saturday. What happened to West Bromwich Albion and Sheffield United, who played, who played the late kickoff in that encounter? West Bromwich Albion, neither uh, West Bromwich Albion nor Sheffield United are participating in Europe. So why not have them play earlier than someone that is participating in, at someone that is participating in Europe? And it will, it will interest you to know that Liverpool have had more early kickoffs than any other team in the Premier League this season. I think it's unfair on their part. Uh, no be agenda, no be agenda. But it is, it is, it is. I mean, I'm just telling you what it is. It is what it is. So, guys, okay, let's talk about um, Manchester City and Sher- and Burnley. I mean. It is always a rinse and a pit performance whenever Manchester City face Burnley. Now, I mean, customer that that now Burnley for Manchester City hand. I mean, ever since my uh, Pep Guardiola took uh, took charge, what is wrong with me this day? So took charge of uh, uh, today, right? Uh, took charge of Manchester City. Manchester City always gives Burnley five goals. At least five goals. Who They give Manchester City. They give Burnley. And never enter the country. It's hard. And it was also interesting to know that. Manchester City have scored more goals at halftime. They scored more goals at halftime than the total number of goals scored by Burnley since Pep Guardiola took in charge. <laughs> they are levels to this thing or no? <laughs> so, guys, uh, okay. Um, let's fast forward to the one we saw yesterday between uh, Manchester United and Southampton. Uh, Southampton, where Manchester United came from two goals down to defeat Southampton. And it's the first time in Manchester United in history that they will be winning its consecutive away games. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, I mean, has to be has to be praised for this, and it's such, it's such a fantastic feat. And it will also interesting to know that of the last five games that have been played on the road by Manchester United, of the last of the five victories that have been recorded by Manchester United this season in the English Premier League, four have come from the road, and only one have come at Old Trafford. Maybe Manchester United should stop playing at the old Trafford. And Elma, what a performance from El Matado. Yes, Edison Cavani, who made a brace in that encounter. I mean, look at what look at what he brought when he came on in that encounter. And he, I think he has made enough key for himself that he should be starting for Manchester United as it were. And he should be starting ahead of a player like Anthony Marcia, whose best this season has been giving us. I mean, whose best this season is showing us this saddest face of his. He never laughs. Have you, well, if you have seen her. Uh, I mean, he really laughs. He really, really see Anthony Masia laugh, even when he's having a less when he's having a good game. But then we don't care whether we don't care about his whether he's laughing or not. Uh, Edison Cavani decides to start. Edison Cavani has played 129 minutes in English Premier League this season, and he has netted three goals. That's an average of a goal every for three minutes. At least after it's like saying a player scores after every 45 minutes. That shows you how fantastic he has been. And he has scored more goals than Sergio Aguero, Pierre Mikobamiyang, and Roberto Firmino. So I think so. I think I hope I've been able to convince you. And no, I hope I've been able to convince and confuse Oligon Asokshe that let's say convince and confuse. Sorry. <laughs> I hope I'll be able to convince and not confuse you and 
Oligana so share that Oligana that Edis Cavani is safe to start in this Manchester United team. So let's talk about the encounter with, between the former teacher and the former student. I mean, Jose Mourinho and Frank Lampard. It was a very boring affair. You, I mean, this was me before the encounter. It promises to be an exciting one uh, before uh, between Tottenham, Chelsea, Tottenham and Chelsea. I mean, with the inform Ingmison and Hurricane and Chelsea with the firepower of Timo Werner, Messi Mons, Hakim Ziyech, Tammy Abraham. It promises. We are promise. I mean, it promises. It's an encounter that promises to see a lot of goods. Nah, lie. If we do this, as as it, I was, I, I was very annoyed with that encounter. Yes, both managers should be happy with this result, but it was such a boring encounter. Because, for instance, after the first half, so I had the opportunity moment to see. So I mean, at least I think ten minutes uh, in the game between which one, uh, what's it called, West Germany and the Argentina, Argentina leads uh, Diego Armando, um, uh, Diego Armando, uh, Argentina and uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, English, English difficult. <laughs> so, West Germany and Argentina, where Diego Maradona helped Argentina to defeat West Germany in, in that encounter by two goals to one. So, in that encounter, we, I, I think you could see the excitement in that encounter as compared to the gibbish performance we saw from Chelsea and Tottenham on how was it called on Sunday. So, so I, so I think, but then both managers are happy. Are happy with the result. I mean, with the results. Tottenham Hotspur now sit on, sit on top of the table with 21 points. There's no social distance between themselves and Liverpool, who also uh, who also who sit second, also on 21 points. Chelsea are not far behind. They are they sit on in third position with uh, 19 points. Okay, and Leicester sit in fourth. I mean, Leicester Leicester have um, 18 points. Uh, Manchester United are in seventh position with 16 points. And, and you have to go for back as in the 18th, 14th position to see Asna. Yes, Asna. Like I said, Asna have 13 points so far in this campaign. And Asna uh, were gone down by Wolverhampton Rodgers uh, in the late kickoff yesterday by two goals to one. I, I, for, as far as I'm concerned, I think it was a well-deserved victory for Wolverhampton Rodgers. And Asna were very poor on the night. Come on. I don't know. Is it? I mean, when you're playing against Manchester City, if you sit back, fine. But when you're playing against inferior teams, with due respect to Wolverhampton Wanderers, Leeds United, Aston Villa, these are teams Arsenal should, these are games Arsenal should be owning with their chests. These are not games Arsenal should be sitting back like cowards. I mean, that was a cowardly approach from, uh, what's it called, from uh, Mikel Ateta. If Wolverhampton Wanderers had not taken the lead in that encounter, I'm quite sure Arsenal would have cowardly sat deep and tried to eat Wolverhampton Wanderers on the counter. In second half, Asna, even in the year of the encounter, Asna attempted 14 crosses and two was only successful. Two were, I mean, only two of them were successful. Just to show you how poor Asna was on Asna were on the night. I mean, and this is the first time since 1977 that Asna will lose three consecutive away victories. And I thought sorry, three consecutive home games. And you begin to question where is the I mean, where's the progress being made under Mikel Ateta? Now, at this stage, last season, Arsenal were in 8th position with 18 points. Fast forward to this season, they sit in 14th position. They are enjoying themselves in 14th position with just 13 points. So, where's the progress? And it's also interesting to know that on Henry, yes, the one we all mock for saying good Dibney, had 40, I mean, had 43% win ratio. But uh, Mikel Ateta had, is, can only manage, I've only, only managed 40% win ratio so far yes he won the FA Cup he won the community sheet but we are, I mean but there's more to this I mean Arsenal fans deserve more than this I mean for Arsenal to return to the pinnacle of European football they've got to do more both the manager and the club in the 30 have got to do more 
Okay. Let's go to this thing. This is not easy, honestly. <laughs> you know, easy. Now, only me, they were carrying for this podcast, but I did enjoy I'm sure. So, let's go to the uh, Spanish La Liga, where Barcelona defeated uh, Osasuna by four goals to nil. Lionel Messi getting a goal for himself, getting his second goal from open play of the season. And his goal was dedicated to another person other than Diego Armando Maradona. And uh, we saw uh, Real Madrid losing at the center, going about to Osasuna. To solve the Deportivo Alaves by two goals to one. And not only did they lose, they also lost Eden Hazard once again to injury. And the injury to Eden Hazard this time around, I think should be, I mean, the blame should be on Zidane Zidane. And injury, we don't know Hazard, being, Hazard has been an injury prone player ever since he arrived at Madrid. And you all know that being an injury prone player, you have to manage his game time. I mean, Hazard, Hazard it will interest you to know that Hazard have started, have started, has, um, Hazard started the last three games of Real Madrid. This shouldn't be so. He's a game, this guy that you should have introduced in Gadra, it should have been a gradual process for Eden Hazard. But then, here we have today, Eden Hazard. I mean, uh, Eden Hazard has gone back to his, I mean, I mean, I mean, he's back, I mean, he's back on holiday. I mean, and I hope he recovers on time, at least for the sake of Zidane Zidane and Real Madrid faithfuls. And but then we have been sleeping on this Atletico Madrid side. I mean, Atletico Madrid defeated uh, Valencia, uh, Valencia at the Mestalla by a goal to nil. And it will interest to know that this season, in the nine games played by Atletico Madrid, they've won seven and they are yet to, and they've drawn two. They are yet to lose any. So they are one of the teams that with 100% record. I mean, what's it called? They are one of the yeah. I think one of yeah we are one of the teams that are yet to be unbeaten in the league this is in the whole of Europe. I mean they and they've scored 19 goals and they've considered only two goals in the process. I mean Atletico Madrid are doing fantastically well and shame on Real Madrid, shame on Barcelona because look at what Atletico Madrid is doing as is giving us and look at what we've seen from both the defending from the, the, the exist I mean the defending champions of the for the, of the Spanish Liga and the ex champions. Well, it be things. Uh, let's go to Spanish La Liga. Uh, sorry, Italian Serie A. We saw. Okay, so before I leave you with Spanish La Liga, it's also interesting to know that Real Sociedad is leads, uh, leads, uh, leads the top, uh, leads the table in, in Spanish La Liga. Although they drew with Villarreal yesterday by uh, one, it was a one-all draw between themselves and Villarreal. But they sit, sit on top of the table, 24 points. They are closely monitored by Atletico Madrid, who sits in, um, who sits second with 23 points. And Real Madrid is, isn't that far off. They sit in fourth position. Also, Pastona are in seventh position and uh, with a game in hand. So, let's go to Italian Serie A as Milan continued their impressive start to the season. I mean, defeating Fiorentina by two goals to knee. I mean, what else do we see? I mean, no Ibrahimovic, no problem for this. It's, I mean, for this similar side, they've got a lot of fantastic young players. I mean, we've got Tijuana Days, Frankesi, Rebic. I mean, I mean, they've got. I mean, and there's this particular guy in the midfield. I mean, I, I can't tell you. I know glue. I mean, who has created more chances than any other player in Europe? In the in the uh, top flight leagues in Europe, just to show you how impre- I mean how good this AC Milan side and what a perf- and what a, a display I mean what a wo- and what uh, I mean it, and it has been a wonderful work uh, it has been a j- good job <laughs> come on <laughs> in this video it has been yeah it has been a very good job from uh, Stefano Pioli all right AC Milan I mean my, sorry Juventus played out a one draw with Benevento okay. No Cristiano Ronaldo, plenty of problem, plenty wala for Juventus. I mean, it's I mean they've now drawn. I mean, of the three games 
um, Juventus have drawn this season, it has been in the absence of Cristiano Ronaldo. But there, there is a lot of quality in this Juventus side. They shouldn't be drawing again that's of Benevento for God's sake. Uh, I mean, they, this well, this is in fourth position, but they are I think they are seven points off. They are seven points off the top of the table, and it will be interesting to see how they defend the Scudetto this season. Okay, Napoli also defeated Roma by four goals to nil. I mean, there's no other way to celebrate. I mean, there's no other way to pay tributes, to pay last tributes, pay last respect to the fallen hero himself, Diego Armando Maradona. And what is free kick? I mean, what is stunning free kick scored by Lorenzo? Lorenzo is signing in that encounter, and uh, it was an all-round performance from Napoli, Napoleons. And uh, also, uh, with our own our own boy Vito Shime was in uh, was still uh, is still out due to injury. I mean, you shouldn't forget that he suffered an injury during the first leg encounter between Nigeria and uh, Syria alone. Okay, okay, all right. Before I say my okay, let's I mean, okay, let's take a quick look at some games that we see in the Champions League this this uh, this week. Uh, Chelsea will be playing host. I mean, Chelsea will be facing Sevilla in the top of the table clash. Don't forget that both teams have secured their places in the round of 16. Uh, is it end of 16? Yes, in the end of 16, and so both teams will be open. So, uh, open. For, I mean, this will be a, it will be a talk of war between both sides, and the the victorious side will obviously, I mean, will obviously uh, lead um, lead the group, lead the Champions League group. So. It promised to be an interesting one. Well, though in the first leg it was a buying encounter, but you should expect you should expect goals in this one. Okay, and um, okay, let's talk about uh, the one between Paris Saint Germain and Manchester United. We shouldn't forget that Manchester United just need one point to secure their bet in the round of 16, and don't forget that they also defeated Paris Saint Germain in the first leg by two goals to one. So Paris Saint Germain will be hoping that they give they give they give Manchester United a taste of a taste of their own medicine and this time around. And uh, it's important for uh, Paris Saint Germain to get a victory in that encounter because I mean they are, I mean the the seats um the seats I mean they are they, they have six points the same with Arsenal Leipzig so they've got to do I mean they've got to get a victory so as to put their mind at rest uh, for a place to secure a place in the next round of the UEFA Champions League. Um, which game should we look at again? Okay, Liverpool Ajax. Okay, Liverpool will be looking to secure their place in the round of 16 also and Ajax will also be looking to uh, make sure that uh, they also get a place in the, in the next round so it should be an interesting one at Anfield but I still expect Liverpool to come out uh, victorious uh, this way I shall be joining the curtains it has not been easy honestly I want to say a very big thank you to the rest of the crew yes I know it wasn't possible for us to, to do this together but then I want to appreciate your efforts and I also want to say a very big uh, I want to, I want to show a very big attitude to all our fans for the support uh, for the support shown so far Don't forget that you can join us on our Twitter handle. The Twitter handle is LTFootballPod and on Facebook, the Football Jury Sport, on Instagram, the Football Jury Sport. Don't forget that the latest edition of the Football Debate drops on Thursday and we shall be looking look at which is the better trail between MSN and uh, BBC. Have a wonderful week ahead. Au revoir.